0: The Hard Shoulder. With Nissan, number one for petrol in Ireland, number one for electric. Nissan, innovation that excites.
1: This is News Soap. Bobby Kerr is in studio, presenter of Down to Business, which last week, uh, last uh, Saturday, uh, came from uh, my own beloved model county. And every Tuesday, we have a session called Bobby Means Biz. Uh, where he dispenses sage advice to businesses, bosses, and uh, staff. If you'd like uh, to pass on a query for answer on air, email the hard shoulder at newstalk.com dot com. Or text us at 53106. You survived Wexford, did you?
0: Lovely people down there. I don't know. You doesn't. You don't seem to have got the gene, but they were very nice. <laughs> they were very welcoming. They were very kind okay. and generous. And, well, and, it's like the Americans have a nice
1: day, you know what I mean? They, and there's a good old buzz
0: down there. It's uh, yes. a good, good rocking town. And good. lots of very progressive business people. Yes, there.
1: yes, indeed. All right. Uh, let's get to our first talking point this week, which is uh, we should not avoid conflict in the workplace. Talk me through this.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was looking at a business recently and, you know, the problem was that everybody was going to meetings. Nobody wanted to go to meetings. Nobody was talking. And because everybody was avoiding conflict, nothing was getting solved. So people just didn't go to the meeting. They weren't available. If they went, they didn't say what was on their mind. And you've got all this pent-up anger uh, being built up. And I was reading a bit about it. Is it common? very common and because it's our it's a human instinct uh, that we don't actually want to embrace conflict Uh, believe it or not we'd rather avoid postpone evade duck politicians are experts at this and does it make it worse? It does make it worse because what happens is you've got an accumulation of all this negativity, and generally what happens is it builds up to a crescendo, and then there's an explosion, and then. Give me
1: some examples of office scenarios where there, you know, might be residual conflict that's not been dealt with.
0: Okay, they they talk about a thing called conflict debt, which is effectively the sum of all your contentious issues at work. Um, It's. Basically, it's like financial debt. Uh, You accumulate it. It gets worse. Uh, Like, if you were like 65% of American credit card holders, they carry over the debt every month. You roll it over. You roll it over. You don't deal with it. So there's three ways that really people deal with conflict debt. The first one is you avoid the issue. So the problem is, you know, Uh, You're not making your sales target and I'm carrying the weight and it goes on and on. So we we don't talk about sales. Uh, Another one is that you avoid the opposition. You and I uh, are uh, boat working in a place and I'll do anything I can not to be in a meeting room with you. I just I won't be available. I'll be busy with clients. I'll be out and about, and you'll avoid the opposition. You avoid the, the and the third way then is you avoid the friction. So you go to the meeting, but you you won't talk about it. And then you'll have somebody saying, "Oh, we'll take that offline." That's a classic example of something not being dealt with that won't be dealt with. And and
1: if it builds up then, what what are the consequences?
0: The consequences are generally that somebody does or says something that they regret. Uh, they go over there, the top. There's an outburst. There's a walkout. Uh, somebody resigns, you know, just on the spot. That kind of thing can happen. So, so you know, the, the the big message here is that conflict isn't pleasant. Nobody actually likes it. But you do have to deal with it. And if you don't deal with it and you keep putting it off, you'll just keep building up the, to this crescendo. So,
1: Well, are there skills involved in, 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 in conflict resolution?
0: There are, of course, Ivan. And, and again, this is classic people management stuff. Um, You know, we're all different as people. Different people need to be managed differently. And, you know, even your association with people. If somebody is cranky and aggressive, I think you deal with them in a different way than somebody that's conniving and sly. Again, I think there are different kind of Well do, do you
1: favour like I, I favour the direct approach so if I have I. a problem I just say like why were you late Yeah so do you I You know what uh, I mean like at the meeting uh, I, I was due to start at one o'clock and no one was here w- yeah. w- what's that about
0: No I, I, I and I think that's the best way because you deal with but see they you're not building up conflict debt there you're actually that's dealing with conflict Right You're So you're saying this is on my mind I'm not happy that no one was here at one and I'm saying it there whereas if you didn't say that and you went away afterwards at halfway and Having wasted half an hour waiting for people, uh, then you're, you're simmering. Then for the next you,
1: issue, you, some people like that get very passive aggressive. Yeah, you can tell they're in a huff about something, but not being a mind reader, you don't know what it is. Correct. Um, Correct. So, so it, it, would you say in all circumstances be direct or blunt? Like, or I, I, I
0: think I think direct is 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 an honest black and white approach. It's one I like as well, but direct people often get themselves into bother as as uh, as I have done myself over the years. but So, so this is something to say, do so as I
1: say, not as I do. It comes it? with a
0: government health warning. Um, right. But direct, I think, is... Like, honesty trumps everything, in my view.
1: Right, right. Uh, well, the consequences of building up conflict debt are a problem there. Let's go to some listener queries. Um, I've been married to my husband for 30 years and we recently bought a summer house, which I love and look forward to retiring in. I discovered recently through correspondence that my name is not on the title deeds. When I said it to my husband, he said that it was simpler with banks, etc. was just put in his name. I can't help wondering that something doesn't feel quite right about this.
0: I don't know. Um, I, I, again, I was trying to think about this. I wouldn't be too worried about it. Uh, they're together 30 years. They're a husband and wife. She's probably going to get it anyway. You mean,
1: um, has she checked the will? Well, the I, I, and
0: again, do. we don't know what the will says here, yeah. but... Well, I would be uh, checking the will in this uh, circumstance, <laughs> yeah. But uh, as as my own wife constantly reminds me, she'd be very expensive to get rid of, and I think this is a scenario here. I think if it's actually bothering her, she should say it to him, and if she wants her name on the deeds, she should insist on it. Mm. Side, I could
1: uh, see that... I, I don't know what it costs lo- legally to have someone's name added to the deeds, Nothing. but to, 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 to do a whole transfer and, and an adjudication uh, you know I, I, what I mean might cost ne- money. I
0: wouldn't think that's necessary, Ivan. I'd suggest that, you know, um she should she should just Discussed it with but her But Hold on a minute.
1: You're the one who's talking about conflict debt and not letting these things build up. I mean, surely this is a potential conflict and that's, it's better to have it straight out.
0: That's what I'm saying. You didn't listen to me. I said she should discuss it straight out. I thought you said husband. not to be worried. No, I don't, no, I mean, no, it's I wouldn't not a big worried. issue. I wouldn't be worried about it. It isn't a big issue because she's more but than see, likely m- maybe, going to Maybe you think men only should be no, on the property, don't you think? I think she should have it a discussion with her husband, say she wants to be on the deeds, and I don't think he'll have a problem with it. And if he does have a problem with it? She should chuck him out.
1: Conflict then. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm, um, working in a tech business at present. I've been asked by my employer to become an employee. He says that will give me greater security and stability. However, I like being a contractor. It allows me to do other work in my own time and I can write off certain costs through my limited company. I think my boss doesn't care about my security but wants me to work exclusively for him. Can he force my hand on this? Ask Frank in Dublin.
0: Well, I suppose one thing he could do is he could end the contract, depending on what the terms of the contractual arrangement are. So there's a vulnerability there. This seems odd because it's normally the other way around here. Normally you have situations where contractors are wanting to become employees for security in that. So so this is, you know, and, I, and again, I, I totally appreciate Frank's situation.
1: Um, so, Well, would he have greater security and stability as an employee?
0: Yes, he would. Uh, and he'd probably have certain rights such as pension and other things that would come with it. so he he certainly would so but, what he
1: should do is is maybe uh, ask the employer to specify the, the the benefits but you you can be an employee and do other work well, like you, it's not it's not exclusive no I know
0: that but I, like I think like in your own time I think what yeah absolutely you can but what he's saying here is he doesn't really get the boss's bona fides. he thinks that basically, the boss doesn't want him working for other people, that that's the yeah. agenda here, that he doesn't yeah. really... So I, th- I think he's right. He should stay being a contractor as long as it suits and, him. And,
1: and the a direct answer to the question is he can't force his hand. No, he can't. But he, he can could, he can't sever the he contract. C- he
0: could uh, end the contract. On, we don't know the terms of the contract, but that would be his prerogative, certainly, yeah.
1: Okay, we'll take one more query. I hope that's of use, uh, Frank. I had an interview for a new role last week, having gone through my current pay and benefits worth the inter- with the interviewer. I received a job offer with the exact same as I'm on, but with a lot more responsibility. Am I being low-balled?
0: Yes, of course you are. Um, uh, an interview... Uh, go through the whole process and you get the exact same as you're on at the moment. No, I wouldn't be accepting that. No. Uh, Thank you. Right. And, and I'd be saying, um, you know, I, I think that's insulting to. No. Somebody. Yeah,
1: yeah. Enhanced uh, productivity, a bonus, or like something nothing, like that. Nothing. There's no upside. It's yeah. all. It's all just more of the same. Uh, for
0: like, I think the employer who actually took this course of action. You know, is, is really not the smartest life exactly. The door, exactly. Because I all mean, this is going to do is demotivate somebody,
1: he's, he's presupposing that the guy can't see through it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Tell the employer, thank you very much for the current <laughs> benefits, uh, thank you for the interview. But if you want to offer me a better job, improve terms and conditions, then we'll talk more. But as it is, I'll stay put with what I've got. Absolutely. All right, if you have a query for Bobby, uh, do send it to us at thehardshoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106. Bobby Means Biz will be back with more next week.
0: Thanks, Ivan.